Gospel time coming to you from the Church of God, located at 4601 South Drexel Boulevard, Chicago, Illinois, where the pastor is Elder Ricky Dukes. by the choir, I'm a Millionaire, directed by Sister Janice Jackson, and Thanks, directed by Brother Kenneth Boyd.
you will hear will be that of our associate minister, Elder Jeff Brown, Jeff Buford. Amen. That should be all of our sentiments today, giving God thanks 
The Bible says it's in God that we live, move, and have our being. But just us being present this day with breath in our lungs, clothing our right minds, reasonable portion of health and strength. Uh, amen. We should give God thanks. Uh, amen. We should give th God thanks for, amen, having that peace down in our soul, knowing that our soul is at rest now. We're no longer in prison of the house or prison of sin, no longer servants of Satan this day. Every last one of us should be giving God praise today. Whatever state we may be in, for us to be here alive with an opportunity to serve God, we should give him thanks. Amen. Our thanks, our thanks should go beyond just the material things in life. Not just the money and the houses and the clothes. Uh, amen. It's just the fact that Almighty God thought enough of us to send forth his son, Jesus Christ. Give us an opportunity of having a true life. Uh, Jesus said, I came to give you life and life more abundantly. Amen. That more abundant life is what we should be giving God thanks for. Amen. I am so blessed that my soul is at rest. We give God the thanks and praise. May we look to the Lord in prayer at this time. Our Heavenly Father, in Jesus Christ's most righteous name, Lord, our hearts are overflowing with joy and thanksgiving to you, dear God, for all that you've done for us. And Lord, you've given us another opportunity, dear God, to hear out of your rich word, dear God. And thank you, dear Father God, for the devotional services and Lord God, a, a time of worship and songs, dear God. But now as we come down to this, uh, Lord God's time, uh, Lord God of importance, the word of God, uh, Lord God, we pray, dear God, your anointing will be upon the vessel that you have chosen this day to impart your word. Uh, Lord God, it's our desire, dear God, that you, dear Father, allow your word to have its free course, dear Father. Lord, you know the needs, dear God, even represented here and even beyond these four walls, dear God. Lord God, you, uh, Lord God, are uh, 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 not a God, uh, 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 author of confusion, but you're a God of peace. Uh, and Lord God, we're praying, dear God, your presence of peace will go in this turbulent time in this world, dear God. Lord God, you see all the happenings in this world, dear God. And Lord God, as that song poet said, uh, people need the Lord. Uh, and Father, we pray, dear God, as the word goes forth, uh, your word will send forth uh, conviction, dear God. Uh, your word will send forth an opportunity for deliverance, dear Father. God, uh, each heart represented here, uh, go row to row, uh, heart to heart, uh, over the airwaves, dear God, uh, Lord God, throughout the media, uh, Lord God, broadcasting of this, uh, Lord God, service, uh, Lord, we pray in a special way uh, that you reach the souls of women and men, dear God, in these turbulent times, uh, bless the speaker, dear God, Lord God, use them in a special way. Lord God, we pray, dear God, you'll take him out of himself. Uh, Lord God, energize him, dear Father God, uh, as we only know you can do. Now, Father, bless the furtherance of this service, dear Father. And Lord God, as always, we'll give you all the glory, all the honor, all the praise, because your name is worthy. In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. Amen. Elder Darius Brown has a message on his heart. I certainly would like to hear it. We ask that you uh, welcome Elder Darius Brown with a hearty amen. Good afternoon to the saints and those in Radio Land and wherever else you may be picking us up from. Good afternoon. Amen. Good afternoon. Amen. I thank God for salvation. I thank God for sanctification, for being delivered from my many sins. How about you? Amen. Amen. 21 and a half years ago, he chose to deliver me from the bondage of sin. And I tell you, it's been the best 21 and a half years of my life. 
I wouldn't have it any other way. How about you? Amen. Amen. Praise God. Is this still the best life? Yes. Yes. Amen. I still choose this way over everything else. Ask for your prayers. I've asked Sister Janice if she'll help Sister Alice because I have a lot to say in a little time. So I ask for your prayers. Sister Alice John, the 10th chapter. Uh, Sister Janice Jeremiah, the 10th chapter. As we get into the word of God, I ask for your prayers. Uh, desire to say what thus saith the Lord, nothing more, nothing less, and get out of the way for the glory of God. St. John, the 10th chapter, and verse number one, please. Verily, verily, I say unto you. Verily, verily, I say unto you, and if you have a King James Bible or most other versions, uh, this, these words are in red, which symbolize that Christ is speaking. Verily, verily, I say unto you. He that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold. He that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold. But climbeth up some other way. But climbeth up some other way. The same is a thief and a robber. So Jesus started out calling names. Amen. People get upset when you, when you call names out. But uh, Jesus started right out. He said you a thief and a robber. Keep reading. But he that entereth in by the door, by the door, is the shepherd of the sheep. Come on. To him the porter openeth. Yes. And the sheep hear his voice. The sheep hear his voice. And he calleth his own sheep by name. Aren't you glad he called us by name? God don't do what we did today. See, they, they mix it up a little bit called Brother Jeff, Jeff Brown, but his name Jeff Buford. But, but I'm glad God doesn't mix up our names. God know who you are. He know who I am. He calls us by name. Read, please. And leadeth them out. And leadeth them out. Come on. And when he putteth forth his own sheep. Yes. He goeth before them. And the sheep follow him. They follow him. For they know his voice. Come on. And a stranger will they not follow. A stranger will they not follow. But will flee from him. Come on. For they know not the voice of strangers. Verse 7. Go there. Then said Jesus unto, unto them Then said again. Jesus again unto them because verse 6 says this parable spake Jesus unto them but they understood not what things which uh, what things they were which he spake unto them. They didn't follow what he was saying. So Jesus said since you didn't get it that way let me give you the easy read version. Read please. Then Jesus said unto them again. What did he say? Verily, verily, I say unto you. Verily, verily, I say unto you. I am the door I of the sheep. I am, I am, I am the door, not a door. I'm the door, read. Of the sheep. All that ever came before me are thieves and robbers. I ain't done calling names. He said everybody who came before me are thieves. Confucius. Prophet Muhammad, all these different folks. He said, everybody who came before me, what he called them? Are thieves and robbers. He said robbers. they are. They still are. Are thieves and robbers. Come on. But the sheep did not hear them. Come on. I am the door. He says, I want you to understand something. I hold a place that nobody else can hold. I want you to understand something. I have a position that will never be taken from me. I want you to understand something. There is nobody else like Jesus. He says, I am the door. And we're living in a time where people are trying to find every other way except the way. 
in the beginning of this chapter, he talks about how people are trying to not go through the door. They trying to climb up some other way. And I got news for you, as a homeowner, if you're not going through the door, something's going on. Most homeowners are not climbing through the back window unless we lock ourselves out. It's very suspicious when you see a homeowner climbing through the back door. More than likely, that ain't the homeowner. They don't own that home. They're a thief, they're a robber, and they're climbing up some other type of way. And people are trying to fill their lives, trying to fill the void that only the door can fill. They're trying to fill it some other way. They want the blessings without the blesser. Here's a deep one for you. They want the fruit of the spirit without the seed. People want to be called Christians. They want to be recognized as one of Christ's children. They just don't want Jesus. So if we read verse 1, he says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that entereth not by the door, he told us he's the door. So he that entereth in, not by Jesus, but climbeth up some other way, the same as a thief and a robber. And my title this afternoon is, If you go the other way, you're going to be lost. When it comes to the city, there's a lot of ways you can get downtown. You can take Michigan Avenue. You could take State Street, you could take Lakeshore Drive, Dan Ryan, all type of ways to get you to the same place. When it comes to salvation, there's only one way. Jesus says, I am the door, and if any man enter through me, he will be saved. It doesn't matter how many religions you study, how many religions you look up, there is not one religion where they can claim that their Savior died and delivered them from the bondage of sin. No other religion can testify that their Savior, whoever he or she may be, has the power to deliver them from all sin. Not one religion. You find me one religion where they have a savior who went and bled and died and then gave them the power that currently they can live above sin. Not one. But Jesus says, listen, this is something I hold exclusively. I'm the door. Sister Janice, Jeremiah, the 10th chapter, if you take the other way, see, it's only one way to get there. So if you take that other way, you're going to be lost. And it's something about being lost. Nobody likes being lost. We like to know where we're going. When you go in the right way, you see some landmarks that show you you're going the right way. You know if you're on Lakeshore Drive, you know you're going north because you're going to see Soldier Field at a point. You never run to Soldier Field. There's a problem. You probably lost. You probably went the other way. But if you're going north on Lakeshore Drive, you ought to pass a landmark of Soldier Field. This is why the Bible says, remove not the ancient landmarks which thy fathers have set. Because when you and I are going the right way, we ought to see some landmarks. There ought to be holiness. We ought to stop cussing, stop lying, stop drinking. We ought to see some landmarks. I ain't the way I used to be. We ought to see some landmarks that let me know I'm on the right path. I'm going the right way. Why? My life has been changed. I'm not doing what I used to do. I know I'm on the right way. I'm going the right way. 
But see, if you go the other way, you're going to be lost. Jeremiah, the 10th chapter and verse number 23. I believe I wanted Sister Alice, Proverbs 3. Sister Janice, Jeremiah 10, 23. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. I know that the way of man is not in himself. People want to do this on their own. My Muslim friends, let me tell you something. You need Jesus. They say, I don't need no mediator. I can go to God for myself. You need Jesus. You need a mediator. You need an advocate to go before God on your behalf. You need somebody. Why? Because it's not in man of himself to direct his way. Man of himself is not able to control the way he go and what he do and the path he take. And many people are on the, going the wrong way because they're trying to do it on their own. You don't have it of yourself. Even if you're morally good, if you don't have Jesus, you're going the wrong way already. It's not in man of himself. We don't have the power to live right of ourselves. We don't have the power to stop sinning of ourselves. We don't have that type of power and we've got to go God's way. We've got to go God's way in order to get us in line because we out of line when we come here. We all in sin, messed up. Come here speaking lies from the womb. And many people are trying to figure out life on their own. Why do you think people drink? Why do you think they curse? Why do you think people party? Why do you think women get in relationship after relationship after relationship? One man hurts you, you don't stop dating, you go to another one. He hurts you, you don't stop dating, you go to another one. Because you're trying to direct your own way. You're trying to plot through, I like him, I'm going to date him. you like, well, I think he handsome, I'm going to date him. Well, I think I'm going to hook up with him. You're trying to figure it out on your own, and it's causing you to be lost. But until you stop in the midst of your wrong way and say, I need to go God's way. I got, I got to go the right way. I've done the wrong way, and that didn't pay off. I've been going the wrong way. All it landed me was bad relationships. Trying to do it on my own. People are trying to substitute Jesus and other stuff. Listen, a drink will never satisfy you like Jesus. The club, club scene, partying, getting smoking weed, getting high will never do what only Jesus can do. But you and I have got to go the right way. It's not in man of himself. What does the Bible tell us in Proverbs the third chapter? Laying a foundation, Proverbs 3 and 5. Sister Janice, if you can get John 14. Sister Alice, Proverbs 3 and 5. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not unto thine own understanding. This is why you need Jesus. Because a lot of us will lean into our own understanding. That's what kept us in trouble. We tried to stop smoking. Tried to stop cussing. We tried it on our own. And it just didn't work out. We were going the wrong way and couldn't help ourselves. Because it ain't in man to direct his step. We was going the wrong way. You know the danger of going the wrong way? You end up dead. People on the expressway who go the wrong way, they end up dead. Saints, do you know how much danger God protected us from when we were going the wrong way? Do you know how many times you should have been dead, but God's mercy stepped in you know how many times God moved cars out of the way? I'm talking about proverbial cars that were going to kill you. How many times you should have od when you were going the wrong way? But the mercy of God blocked traffic. The mercy of God held back evil. He said, I know you're going the wrong way, but I'll see what you can be. 
I'll see one day if I extend mercy, you're going to go the right way. But there were so many of us who were on the wrong path. We thought we knew what we were doing. We thought we had our life figured out. Man, we were just going along. You couldn't tell us nothing. And we didn't recognize all the dangers that were coming our way. How many bullets we missed. How many women could have given us AIDS. How many men could have put us in our graves. Going the wrong way. People take God's mercy for granted. I'm talking about today. Those of you that are on the wrong way. Those of you that don't have Christ and are going the wrong way. You take God's mercy for granted. You wake up like you did it. And all type of dangers all day long. Stuff coming your way. And because God's mercy is out there. God is saying, no, hold that back. Wait, hold that. I'm telling you, before you get saved. No, don't, no, don't, don't do that. That'll be too much. No, don't, don't, don't. He's trying to help you turn around. In order for you to turn around, you got to know you lost. See, man, we have a problem. We like to, no, I got it. Honey, won't you look at the map? No, no, I got it. We'll get there. One way you know you lost is you keep seeing the same thing. Every weekend, you see the same thing. Same parties. Same drink. Same clubs. You're lost. But people will not stop to say, man, I'm lost. People will not stop to own up that I'm lost and I need someone to put me on the right path. We keep on going on. No, I get there eventually. You have hangovers and all type of stuff, bad relationships. You drink and smoke and cussing and you keep on going. No, eventually, I, I, I'm, I'm, I, eventually I get there. Eventually. And you don't recognize you're on the expressway to hell. You don't recognize the devil is running on the side of the car saying, come on. Yeah, keep on going this way. Keep on going this way. We going against traffic. Just keep on going this way. You'll be all right. You'll be all right. He not showing you that you're going the wrong way. And it's going to end you up being lost. So the Bible tells us. What does it say? In all thy ways, in acknowledge ways. him. In all your ways, acknowledge him. And he shall direct thy path. And what God will do, he'll direct your path. He keep you away from danger. That's what happens when you get saved. God starts getting you on the right path, and he show you which way to go. He said, no, don't go over there. Yes, Lord. Uh, don't go over there. Yes, don't, don't say that. Yes, Lord. Don't, don't act like that. Yes, Lord. He starts directing your path. Why? Because I'm going the right way now. But if you go that other way, people don't want to come Christ's way. They want to go the other way. Why should I go that way when I can go this way? They got generic stuff. You don't want to pay the full price, you can get the generic. Why well, I'm going to live like that. At this church, they say I ain't got to do all that. I'm going to go this way. And you don't recognize that's the way to destruction. That's the wrong way. You don't see the sign that's telling you it's the wrong way. The Holy Ghost say, hold on, don't go that way. If you're in a church where they're telling you you can still sin and be saved, you're going the wrong way. If you're professing to be saved and you're still committing sin, you're going the wrong way. If you're not professing salvation and you're committing sin, you're going the wrong way. And you're going to end up lost through eternity if you don't stop and turn around. 
You go the other way, you're going to be lost. Somebody got to stop and tell you. John 14, Sister Janice, Sister Alice, John 3. John 14 and verse number 4, please. And People. whither I go, ye know, ye know. And Jesus, the way ye Jesus know. Jesus was talking. He said, and where I go, ye know. And the way ye know. And the way ye know. Thomas said unto him. And he him, was one of his disciples. See, saints, we got to make sure we're going the right way. You can start off going the right way, but you make one wrong turn. You'll end up going the wrong way. You can start off headed in the right direction, but if you don't stay close to God, if you don't obey God to all you know, if you don't watch your spirit, if you don't watch your attitude, if you don't watch what you interact with, if you don't watch your heart, you can make a detour and you'll start talking like Thomas. What did Thomas say? Thomas saith unto him, Lord, Lord, we know not whither thou goest. We don't know where you're going. And how can we know the, and, the way? And how are we going to know the way? This was one of his disciples who had been with him, who had sat under his teaching, who had labored by his side. But yet he was telling the Savior, I don't know the way. You can sit under truth like this and be so far away from God and not have an experience, an up-to-date experience with God, and you'll be on the same road as a flat-out sinner saying, I don't know the way. Lost in the house. Read, please. Jesus saith unto him. What did he say? I am the way. Listen, you, you need to stop being confused. I am the way. The truth. Wait a minute, but, but uh-uh. They told me all I got to do is shake the preacher's hand, and he going to open the doors of the church. And then I get in, no, no, Jesus said, no, no, I'm the way. Shaking somebody's hand is climbing up the other way. Come on. Speaking in tongues is climbing up some other way. You've got to come through the door. You've got to come the right way. You've got to come through Jesus. You can't come through the back door. You can't come through letter of recommendation. You've got to come through Jesus. You've got to be willing to give up everything. I said, if you go the other way, you're going to be lost. It's only one way. There's the Baptist, there's the Methodist, there's the Catholic, there's the Pentecostal, there's Jehovah's Witness, there's the Buddhist, there's the Hindus, there's all of these. And Jesus said, all of them are thieves and robbers. Listen to me. I am the way. I'm not a way. I'm the way. There's not a choice in the matter. If you're going to go the right way, you've got to come through Jesus. He's not optional. He's the only way. People trying to do it their own way. I ain't got to do all that repentance stuff. I mean, I'm just going to slow down on what I'm doing. I'm not going to drink as much. You can stop drinking as much as you want. If you don't come through the door, you're going to be lost. Come on, read that, please. Jesus said unto him, I am the way. I am the way. I'm not a way. I'm not an option. I'm not something because everything else didn't work out. No, no, no. I'm your only choice. There's no multiple choice. If you don't come through Jesus, you're going to be lost. I am the way. Not a way. The way. Read, please. The truth. The truth. And the light. I am the light. Come on. No man cometh unto the Father listen, Muslim, but by me. Listen, Muslim friends. Nobody can come to the Father except through Jesus. I don't need no mediator. I'm a man. I go to God for myself. Jesus said, no man. I'm a, you're a man? Yeah, I'm a man. Well, no man. You, you say, you're a man. Yeah, I'm a man. I don't need no man to go to God for me. I'm a man. I go, okay, well, let's see what the Bible says. How many men? No man. No man. Replays. 
No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Here you are going the wrong way on the expressway to me. I don't need no help. I know how to drive. I don't need nobody get me through this. I, and semis and all type of stuff coming at you. No, I got it. I know what I'm doing. No man can come to the Father. What? But by me. You got to come through him. Because he's the way. Now, you go the other way. Well, what's the other way? Anything beside Jesus? You can chant. You can meditate. You can do yoga. Nothing wrong with yoga. But if you replace Jesus with yoga, you're going to be lost. You go the other way, you're going to be lost. And when you're lost, you get scared. When you're driving and you come, become lost, it makes you fearful. You don't know where you are. You don't know what's going to happen to you. You might start seeing people approach your car. That really make you nervous. You start locking doors and raising windows up, clench the steering wheel a little tighter. Why? Because I'm lost. And I got to be real cautious. Listen, when the Spirit of God arrests you and show you your loss, don't you put your head up in the air and start thinking you all that and you don't really need God and when I get a chance. Let me, let me show you what the Bible says. Acts the 24th chapter. Let me show you. People are lost, but they're going to act like they got it together even though they lost. People got their head up in the air even though they lost. Driving through a neighborhood you've never been through before, you're going to act like you know where you're going. Going in one ways and going in cul-de-sacs and all that, like you know where you're going. And God going to let you do that until you stop and humble yourself. There are people that get in all type of bad situations, but they like that dog that's howling. Why that dog howling? Because he's sitting on the nail. Well, why won't he get up? Because it don't hurt him bad enough. There are people, God got you sitting on a rusty old nail. And you refuse to get off of it because it don't hurt you bad enough. Hangovers ain't been hard enough for you. Near-death experiences ain't been hard enough for you. So you still sit there. I figured it out. It's going to get better. You start saying this self-help stuff. These false preachers who tell you just speak positivity to yourself. It ain't in man of himself. <laughs> you can talk positive all day long. If you don't have Jesus, you're going to be lost. Even with positive affirmations, if you don't have Jesus, you're going to be lost. So you buy whatever books and self-help tapes and everything else you want, trying to replace Jesus with positive affluences and affirmations. I am a good person. I am a good person. I do good for others. I'm worth a lot. I value myself. I love myself. If I don't accept Jesus Christ, I will be lost by myself. There are all type of vices to take us away from the old-fashioned getting on your knees and saying, God, forgive me for all my sins. I give up. I'm tired of running. I'm tired of making excuses. I'm tired of trying to do it my way. I give up. I'm tired of going the wrong way. You got to come the good old-fashioned holy way. John 3 and 1, and sister, uh, 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 the other sister, Matthew 7. John 3 there and 1. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus. A ruler of the Jews. He was a ruler. He was big time. A ruler. Come on. The same came to Jesus by night. Notice he came at night, though. Something about when you're going the wrong way, you don't, you don't want everybody knowing. You see people, where you going? To such and such a place. Ain't that the other way? No, I'm, I'm good. I'm good, just as lost as can be. He came at night. 
Come on, read. Then came to Jesus by night and said uh -huh. unto him, Rabbi. What did he say? Rabbi. We know that thou art hey, a teacher master. come from God. Hey, hey, we know that you a teacher come from God. I want nobody to see. We know you a teacher come from God. Come on. For no man can do these miracles can't nobody that thou do doest that stuff except doing. God be with you. Him. know, healing folks and raising the dead and all that. Yeah, can't nobody do that. Come on, read. Jesus answered and said unto him. What Jesus say? Verily, verily, I say unto thee. Come on. Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. The only way you're going to see the kingdom of God, you got to be born again. Read, please. Nicodemus saith unto him. Hear this ruler of the Jews, big time preacher, big time Jewish leader. Read, please. How can a man be born when he is old? You know what's sad? Most of your preachers out here are going the wrong way. And they're teaching the people to go the wrong way. Most of your religious leaders would have said the same thing Nicodemus said. How somebody going to be born a second time? You're a religious leader. And you don't know the fundamentals? You don't know the fundamentals of salvation? He said, how a man going to be born? Because see, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to figure out what you're talking about. Read, please. Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb? Most of and your be average born? preachers are just as spiritually dumb as Nicodemus was. The Bible call them dumb dogs that cannot bark. They're just as spiritually illiterate. They've got DDs behind their name. They've been to seminary, cemetery, whatever you want to call it. All that education and they're educated fools. Why? Because they don't know how to teach people the right way. Because they're not in the right way themselves. This religious leader did not know the fundamentals of what salvation was all about. And when Jesus told him, he was questioning it. So wait, you mean to tell me, now Elder Buford, because I'm a man of God too. You mean to tell me, God don't want me to smoke at all. Hold on, you mean to tell me, God don't want me to lust no more. You mean to tell me I can't have a squig or two of alcohol? Religious leaders. And the Bible says if the blind lead the blind, they both will fall into the ditch. You gonna go to hell, you gonna be lost because you following a man who's lost. You go that other way, you're going to be lost. Somebody got to wake up. My preacher's telling me I can sin and still be saved, but my conscience is bothering me. My heart is condemning me. Something's wrong. I've got to be going the wrong way because I keep seeing the same stuff. I got the same guilt. I got the same pains. I got the same insufficiency. I see the same club, the same drinks. I'm doing the same sins over and over again. And I just want the merry-go-round to stop long enough for me to get off. You got to come God's way. I called Acts 24 and 23. Read that. Acts 24 and 23. Any other person can get Matthew 7. I want to show you how we are nowadays. I want to show you when you're on the wrong way, the type of stuff you say. Acts 24 and verse 23. And he commanded a centurion to keep Paul and to let him have liberty. Uh-huh. And that he should forbid none of his acquaintance to minister or come unto him. Is that 23, 23? I said 24, I'm sorry, 23, 23. 
And he called unto him two centurions, saying, Make ready 200 I'm sorry, soldiers. I was right the first time. 24, 24 is what I want. And after certain days. After certain days. When Felix came with his wife, Drusilla. Felix came with his wife, Drusilla. Which they was They have been Jewish. going the wrong way for a long time. There are people who've been in church for years, but they still ain't been going the right way. All them years, they've been going the wrong way. All them years you've been taught that you can't live above sin. You've been in church 50 years, still duffing snuff, still doing all type of filth, still clubbing, stepping, partying, gambling, cussing, doing all of that. After all them years, you've been lost a long time. Felix and his wife were going the wrong way a long time. Read, please. Felix came with his wife, Drusilla. He, he brought his wife. Come which on. was a Jewish. Yeah. He sent for Paul and heard him concerning the faith in Christ. There's a reason they sent for Paul. See, people know who's going the right way. You can have all type of religious family members, but when there's a crisis, they know who to call. Why they don't call evangelist so-and-so when it's a problem? They may talk about you, persecute you, but when it's time for prayer getting through, they calling you. Why? Because I know you're going the right way. Uh, She's doing the talk, but I see her cop been doing some spin around, but I know you're going the right way. Uh, I rubbed her the wrong way and she cussed me out the other day, but I know you're going the right way. I may not like you, I may not understand you, but one thing, I know you're going the right way. So when trouble comes, I'm calling you. So he called for Paul, come on. And as he reasoned of righteousness. And Paul reasoned, that's what we're doing this afternoon. I'm not just yelling. I'm trying to reason with you of righteousness. Read, please. Temperance. Temperance. And judgment to come. And I'm telling you about judgment to come. Because if I don't tell you, God going to get me. So I've got to get your blood off of me. i got to tell you, if you don't get on the right way, you're going to be lost. He reasoned with them. Read, please. Felix trembled and answered. And what happens when the word of God arrests you? Just like the police. When they arrest you, you scared, especially nowadays. If they arrest you, you ain't like, man, arrest me. That's when you like, okay, did I do everything right? Okay, okay, yeah. yes, officer. When the Holy Ghost arrests you, you're nervous. You sitting there in this seat right now. You're sitting there. You're nervous. Your heart is trembling. Why? Because the Holy Ghost, he's arrested you. He's telling you, you're on the wrong way. You're on the wrong way. You're on the wrong way. He's flashing lights. You're going the wrong way, and you get arrested. Read, please. Felix trembled and answered. Come on. Go thy way for this time. This is what people do nowadays. They don't want to come the right way. They want it to be convenient. Tell you what, when I get my business off the ground, I'm coming to church. When me and my girlfriend get engaged, we coming. I'm giving my heart to God. Man, when I make my first meal, Church, I'm got, you got me. Soon as I get this job, soon as my bills get caught up, people want it to be convenient. See, it ain't going to never be convenient. In order to get on the right path, all the ducks ain't going to line up. In spite of all that, when God calls you, you got to move while he's talking. Why? Because he's going to stop talking at some point. People want it to be convenient. I don't want to come to church three times a week. Um, let me see what works for my schedule. I might could do Sundays. Um, I might do a Friday a month, maybe. You know, that's what works. You can't serve God on your convenience. If you're serving God on your convenience, you're going the wrong way. And some people don't realize they're going the wrong way because they started out the right way. But they took a detour. And they said, eventually, I get back to where I was. 
and you've been driving how long and ain't seen what you saw in I don't know how long. God ain't talked to you. God ain't bore witness with your soul in how long. And now we start seeing you changing because you're going the wrong way. And you can tell when folks going the wrong way. It stands out. You go that other way, you're going to be lost. I'm in the church of God. You around the church of God. You're going to be lost. Matthew 7 and the other read of Proverbs 13. He said there, you've got to be born again. There's no other way you can be saved. You've got to come the right way. What's the right way? You've got to be born again. You've got to repent of your sins. You can't be morally good. You've got to get Jesus. Morality is not salvation of itself. People judge themselves, well, I ain't killing, I ain't cussing, I ain't hurting nobody. I dip my little drink air once in a while. I mean, it's just, it just ain't nobody even around. I keep it in a brown paper bag, and I just take a sip real quick. I ain't hurt nobody, no harm, no foul. You're on the wrong way, though. You're still on the wrong way. One sip will land you in hell. Just a sip. All it takes is one. You don't need a boatload of sins. All you need is one to get you on the wrong way. And the end result will be hell. Amen. Yep. That's right. Saints children. I don't agree with the church of God. I don't like the church of God. Y'all too hard. Y'all too strenuous. So you go to Babylon. And you get on the wrong way. I'm saved as you praise, dance, and all of that. I'm saved just not like y'all. No, you're on the wrong way. And you know too much to be saved. God ain't going to save you against your knowledge. You can't know that Babylon is wrong. Go there. And what am I saying? Babylon, false religion. Know it's wrong. Go where the knowledge is wrong. And God still saved you. You are deceived. And the end result will be hell for you too. Why? Because God going to tell you, I am the way. Not a way. I'm the way. I think y'all too strict. That's fine. You just stay on the wrong way. That's okay. It ain't about us. This is about God. And God not accepting nothing but Jesus Christ. And you got to come Jesus way or no way at all. Come on, next scripture I called. Matthew chapter 7. 7 verse 13. Enter ye in at the straight gate. This is the thing people don't like. Y'all too tight over there. Well, Jesus is tight. I don't think it take all that. Well, most people who are not on the right way don't think it take all this. We about to see why. Enter in at the straight gate. Well, why is the gate? Because the gate that allows any and everybody in there, the one that allowed homosexual lifestyles, the one that allowed transgender lifestyles, the one that allowed fornicators, the one that allowed liars and gamblers and partiers, Come on. For wide is the gate, wide and is the broad gate. is the way. That way is broad. Everybody can come in. That leadeth You can to get out the bed with your shack and partner, and both of y'all can come to church on the broad way. Amen. Both of y'all, right out the bed. Come on. Come on, you let some on your face. Come on. You sitting with me? Yeah, sit with me on the broad way. That's the wrong way. You're going to end up lost. Read, please. For wide is the gate. Yes. And broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. It leads to destruction. And you're having a good time today. You partying today. You're drinking today. You're clubbing today. Everything's going good today. But the end leadeth to destruction. 
God would have to tear out every word out this Bible if he allowed you to have a good life in spite of him. People leave God and then they, they, they concerned with why their life taking such a downward plunge. Why ain't nothing going right for me? Let's check. Let's see which way you're going. I mean, I just don't see what's going on. Hold on, stop crying. You're going the wrong way. No, I ain't, I ain't hurting nobody. You left Jesus Christ. And it's impossible to have a good life after leaving Jesus. He'll make sure of it. He'll make sure every roadblock is in front of you. That's why he told Paul, it's hard to kick against the bricks. Why? Because if you leave Jesus, life ain't going to be really worth living a whole lot. Broad is the way that lead him to destruction. And many there and be. And most people. Which go in. Because they don't want Jesus' way. They don't want the right way. They want the other way. They want to climb up some other way. They don't want to go through the door. they like, it's a back window open. Reverend told me, he told me, all I got to do is ask God to forgive me every night. Hold on. Oh, ooh, I got in. Okay. Um, just keep asking God to forgive me. You climbing up some other way, you're going to be lost. Read on. Because straight is the gate. See, straight is the gate. And narrow is the way. God is constantly telling the saints, uh-uh, I don't like that. Get rid of that. Ah, I don't like the way you said that. Straighten that out. Ah, I don't like you looking at that. Don't you look at that no more. Ah, don't put that on no more. That don't represent me right. Ah, go back and tell your husband you sorry. I don't like the attitude you had. Ah, hold on. The way you said that, there was a motive behind that. The, the, the gate, the way is real narrow. And it ain't a room for a lot of flesh. It ain't room for a lot of disobedience, a lot of stubbornness, a lot of talking back to God. Why I got to do that? How come I got to do How long I got to do that? You're going to end up on the Broadway. Straight is the gate. And narrow is the way. And narrow. Every day it get more narrow. God say, I want more. You don't look like me enough. I want more. I want more prayer. I want more reading. I want more meditating. I want more obeying. I want you to look more like me. I want you to stop talking so much. I want you to stop acting like you so much. I want more of me and less of you. The gate get more and more narrow. We hope you have enjoyed Gospel Time today. If we can be of any help, please let us know by writing to The Church of God at 4601 South Drexel Boulevard, Chicago, Illinois, 60653 or phone 773-548-7133. If you would like to visit with us, our order of service is as follows. Sunday morning Bible school at 9.15 a.m., Sunday morning worship service, 11 o'clock a.m., Sunday night worship service at 5 p.m., Tuesday night worship service at 7 p.m., prayer service on Thursday at 12 noon, and Friday night Bible class at 7 p.m. Remember, at this same time next week, you may hear Gospel Time over radio station AM 1160, Hope for Your Life from 5 till 6 p.m. Please visit our website at churchofgodofchicago.com and like us on Facebook at Church of God of Chicago. As we bring this broadcast message to a close, we would like to leave this scripture from the Word of God with you. Matthew chapter 11, verse 28. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. The musician for this broadcast has been our pianist, Sister Naomi Horton. The reader for t readers for today has been Sister Janice Jackson and Sister Alice Allen. Your announcer has been Sister Alice Allen. May God bless and keep you. Amen. I'm going the right way.
I got to make sure I'm going the right way. Proverbs 13, 15. Good understanding giveth favor. Come on. But the way of transgressors is hard. Listen, I know sometimes in salvation things get challenging, but the Bible say the way of a transgressor is hard. Man, life get hard for transgressors because you're dealing with all that sin with no help. You bearing the weight and the guilt and the responsibility of sin with nobody to help you. You go into court with no lawyer. Without Jesus, that's what you're doing. You're saying, I am prepared to stand at the eternal judgment seat of Christ representing myself. No blood applied to my life. No forgiveness of my sins. And I'm going to represent myself. Your honor, I, Darius Brown, am here before you. Where's my son's blood? I ain't got that. But I'm here before you. Well, hold on. Without Jesus, I don't want to hear nothing you got to say. No, but, 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 no, no, no. I'm done. Don't you know that's how it's going to be? Don't you know all he wanted is what he gave? He, he gave Jesus Christ. You know what God told me? He said, preach Christ. We do a lot of talking about a lot of other stuff. We need to preach Christ. That's what God is looking for. He's looking for Jesus. And there's too much flesh. There's too much other stuff instead of Jesus. And the one thing that's going to get us in is Jesus. So your good deeds and your good intentions without Jesus, you're going to be lost. I never smoked. I never drank. Did you accept Jesus? No, you lost. I didn't cuss nobody out. I didn't hate nobody. But did you accept Jesus? No, you lost. I didn't sleep with nobody. But when you live with somebody you ain't married to, you lost. You go the other way, you're going to be lost. Isaiah 4 and 1. You go the other way, you're going to be lost. Listen, saints, it's time to be all or nothing. You'll find a rich young ruler, he went down the list saying, I did that, I honored my father and my mother, I did that since I was young. Oh yeah, I don't smoke, I don't drink, I don't do none of that. But Jesus told him, if you will be perfect, sell everything. In the times we live, people don't want to give up everything. They want to give up most stuff, but they want to keep little pet stuff. That's going to put you on the other way, you're going to go the wrong way, you're going to be lost. It's all or nothing. Isaiah 4 and 1, what does that say? And in that day, in that day, seven women shall take hold of day. one man. Seven women, women, churches are styled as women because they can reproduce. Seven women are going to take hold of one man, Jesus Christ. Read, Same. please. What are they going to say? We will eat our own bread. We're going to have the teaching we want to have. And wear our own apparel. And we're going to have the type of righteousness, our own righteousness. Only on. let us be called by thy name. Only thing is... Let, I want to be recognized that I'm still going the right way. To take Even though I don't do all that stuff they teach, all that hard preaching at the church of God. I don't do all that, but I still want to be saved. So let me just join this Baptist church real quick. Let me still be recognized as being saved. Let me just join this Methodist church. Let me be a Jehovah's Witness. I just want to be right. I want to do my own thing, but I want to be recognized as being saved. You're on the wrong way. And it's going to end you up being lost. Saints, the day you hear his voice, sinner friend, the day you hear his voice, you can't give excuses. You got to surrender everything. God, I give up. I've been on the wrong way all this time. I thought I was going right. You've revealed to me I'm going wrong. I'm ready to go right now. Show me what I need to do. He's going to tell you you need to repent of all your sins and you need to forsake. He said, seek and ask for the old path wherein is the good way and walk therein. Once you find out the right way, you better walk in the light. 
and ye shall find rest for your souls. You go that other way, you're going to be lost. This afternoon, we need God to check our direction. Hold on, I started out going the right way, but I've been seeing some stuff lately. Some of the same stuff, same attitude, same attitude. Same slowful spirit, same backbiting spirit, same gossiping. I, well, hold on. I don't, I don't mess around. Got on the wrong road. Hold on. Lord, help me. Help me. Help me. Help me. Lord, forgive me and help me get back on the right road or else I'll be lost. God bless you is our prayer. Thank you, Sister Alice. What a tremendous message. What it's doing is it really is giving us a means to show the level of accountability we all have for God and that God has set in order particular steps for us to be delivered that we must adhere to in order for us to satisfy God's way. If you take another route, you'll be lost. And clearly it was demonstrated through the scripture, not through opinion, not through our own intellect, that Jesus Christ is the way. There are simple words in our English language and in various languages which are called articles, which describe a particular noun or person, and that description can be either inclusive or non-specific. An article such as A represents a particular item, but it may not be specific, like give me a book. Give me a cup. Mm-hmm. Or another article in which Jesus used when he says, I am the way, it is completely descriptive, showing that this is it, none other. Right. When he said, I am the way, there's no other way that we can appease God's anger to us if we're in our sins, because the scripture says God's anger abides on those or his wrath abides on those who are not saved. And today, as we stand, please, you've been a great audience. But now is the decision time in your hearts. And we like to say, if you do not know God and the free pardon of your sins, to my left and to your left, to my right and to your right, there is a prayer room. And we also have an altar of prayer. If you see a need in your life, as the choir gives us a song, we need to impress on your heart that this is the opportunity for you to get saved from your sins. And more than you even really having that desire, God has met that desire before you even have that decision to make. Because he's made a way plain for you. Jesus has already paid the price. All you have to do is accept. And when we're lost, as the brother was saying, one of the steps we have to come to, we have to in order to get our needs met, we must acknowledge, first and foremost, I'm lost. When that happens, you have a golden opportunity to get your needs met. A message like this, my friend, Let's look at it this way. In our day and time, we have these uh, GPS now systems which provide guidance and direction. Today, you got your GPS. Today, you got your sense of direction of what you need to do in order to get your life right. And as the choir gives us a song, we ask that you consider your soul, please.
There is but one true way, and it's the Bible way. My friend, let, let, me, let me tell you this. You cannot, you cannot substitute salvation or deliverance from sin with willpower. Your willpower is not salvation or deliverance. Because I guarantee you, you may stop if you're a smoker or a drinker. You may stop doing those acts, but the root of sin is still in your life. The problem is still not solved. That issue may have a temporary appeasement, but you really don't have true salvation through willpower. Through just going to church. Through just saying that I know the man upstairs. Well, there's not a man upstairs that can save you. Only God can save you. And I cannot overemphasize that this can only be accomplished through Jesus Christ himself. There's a scripture in 1 Timothy, the second chapter. And God has such a love for all of us, young, old, regardless of where you are in life. 1 Timothy 2 and 4 says, who will have all men come to be saved? God's desire is for everyone to be saved. And to come into the knowledge of truth. For there is one God, and that God is not Allah. We can, we're going to emphasize that God is not Allah. We're not talking about a Muslim way. We're not here talking about Confucius. The scripture says there is one God and one mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself a ransom for all. The brother alluded to earlier that it's only through Christ that we had this mediator. You can acknowledge it now, or one day you will acknowledge it, but by being lost, you'll acknowledge it in the wrong way. Will you be made to acknowledge it? Because scripture says all shall bow before Christ and acknowledge that he's the Christ. He is the God. Does the choir close out with one more verse? Again, the invitation is still to you as God is calling you to a day of salvation, to be delivered from all your sins. As the choir closes us out with a song. You may wonder why we continue to have this altar call. The Bible says, knowing the terror of the Lord, we appear to persuade men. You may be seated. Amen. We thank God for the wonderful message of truth. And we know that God is still working because God does not work on our time. He may still be talking to hearts at this time. So as we remain prayerful, that God will continue to reach those who need to be reached at this time. Okay. At this time, we would like to acknowledge any guests that may be with us, any guests that came out on their own or the saints have guests with them.